What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo with Trust in Jesus Ministries. I'm back. You are listening to uh, Genesis chapter 22, 7 through 8, and we are discussing the sacrifice. And we are on part two. This is the climax, the apex, the big part of the story, the saga of Abraham. And we talked about on last episode all the things that led up to uh, what was going on. He got the call from God. He got up, got all his stuff, took off, went to the mountain, the place he told uh, that that God had told him to, told his servants to stay back. And now Isaac and Abraham are headed to the mountain. Um, They saw it and they're headed to it. And Abraham gave Isaac the stuff, you know, the wood. He's carrying the wood. One thing I didn't think about saying that that could allude to something in the future, because this is a big event and this event is often seen as a type of the sacrifice of Christ is as God offers his son. And it is not it is it is not without parallel to say that that um, Isaac carries the wood of his instrument of death. And God incarnate, Jesus Christ, does the same as he carries the wood. He carries the cross as he walks up the hill, up the mountain of Golgotha for his death. So let's go on and uh, jump into it. If you haven't read Genesis 22, 7 through 8, then go ahead and stop the tape, check it out, read it, and we'll answer the four questions. If you've already read it, man, well, let's dive on in. What does the scripture actually say? Well, we're only discussing two verses today. And in these two verses, we have a conversation between father and son as we uh, as they head up the mountain. The first thing, he's like, father. And he's like, uh Yes, my son. He says, we have the fire in the wood, but where is the lamb for the offering? And Abraham, he says, God will provide for himself the lamb for the offering, my son. And it says, and they went, the two of them together. So what's happening is this conversation as they're walking up the mountain and the wood that Isaac is carrying and uh, they know they're going up to make a sacrifice and that uh, we have the fire and the knife that Abraham has. And so uh, Isaac asked a question, man. Uh, I mean, he's not ignorant. He knows something's going on. And so he asked the question, he says, where's, where's the lamb for the sacrifice? And Abraham answers and he says that God will provide for himself the lamb, my son. And I'm sure, I'm sure that he is saying uh, evocative for my son, which means that um, he's just calling out his name. It's like saying, hey, uh, how are you doing, Paul? You know, that little end tag Paul is saying your name to let you know who I'm talking to. But some believe that he might actually be using it as a um, a positive, an apposition. And so what that means is that he's not telling you who he's talking to, but he's telling you what he's talking about. 
And so he's saying God will provide for himself the offering. And then in quotation marks, which is my son. Man, that's tough right there because it's a recognition of knowing what he has to do. And obviously he has that recognition. He knows what he's doing because he was called to do this. And he got up early, got his stuff ready and left. But then to make this known to his son. That's just something I thought to put on your mind about that. But then afterwards, it says that they went, the two together. It's kind of like an intimate statement, not just that they went, but they went together. Previously, we saw the the uh, leaving of his other son, Ishmael, and that it was kind of a brief and abrupt. And and so now Abraham is, is probably taking time to, to talk with his son and and share some laughs, some intimate moments or something, because this is he feels like this is this may be the last moments of his time with him, his second son, the one in whom he has to or the second son that he has to get get has to leave that has to leave. But what a what a time or what a conversation would they be having? I mean, what is he going to be saying? What will be his words? That's tough, man. That's something hard to even imagine to have to do in a situation like that. How would you react? If you knew you had the final time, the final moments with your son or daughter, what words would you say? What things would you try to convey or, or, or what kind of atmosphere or time would you try and have? What is this scripture saying about God? Well, first off, it's saying that he's provider. We're going to see the same things because this is the same story. And so we're going to see that it shows that God is provider, man. He is the one who is going to provide the sacrifice. That's the question Isaac has. He says, where is the sacrifice going to come from? And Abraham tells him, it is God. He is the provider. But it's also the one who is in control of all things. He's sovereign. So again, that same, that same idea is that he may provide the sacrifice and it may be his son. And so he's going to submit to that because God is sovereign over his life. God is the king over his life. Whatever decision, whatever thing happens, happens because it is on the will of Yahweh. What does this say about man? It, it, it says that, that we as the, the people of God, as people who who trust God, or, or, or I'm sorry, people who live under the, the law of God should trust him. It says we should trust God and whatever it is that he has to do because he is going to provide for us. He is the ultimate king. He is in charge and he will ultimately provide for all our needs. And so we should trust in him. But I think another thing that's important in this um, statement is just the trust that Isaac has in his father. There was no no questions or um, um, any kind of backlash or backtalk when Abraham said the thing that he said 
answering the question that Isaac had asked. That's a relationship of family, of trust and honor for the son to the father. And that is what we as, as, as the people of God should have. And also family worship is important. Obviously, they have been doing this together because Isaac understands all of the elements are there. He understands all of the things that they have are necessary for worship in the way in which they're worshiping. And so Isaac understands worship in its context. And that is something as, as, as a mankind that we should understand worship and how it should be done, but also be passing that over to our family. And how can we apply these truths to our lives? Well, understanding that God is sovereign and provider and that we should trust him in all that we do, then trust him with our children, man. Trust him with our family. That's what Abraham's doing. Ultimately, he's trusting him with the fate of his son, the one who God had promised to him. He is trusting him with him in this very difficult situation. And that is how he's leading his family in this worship. And so not only is um, um, Isaac seen his father and, and how he worships in the past, but he's watching him actively doing this now, trusting God, not blaming God, not, not um, ridiculing God, not speaking ill of the God who promised his son to him. And so that's, that's what we should be doing. That's how we should apply this truth. But also look at the situations that you're in right now, man, whether it be just the most difficult or maybe the most joyous. But lay all of those things in the hands of Jesus, firmly place them in the hands of God and trust him in that. And then look at the relationship that you have with your child and see what it's like and wonder why it is that way. Ask the question. Hey, I appreciate you guys for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.